Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hello, everybody. Is this the first day the whole band is back together? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's good to be back. Were you here yesterday? I guess you I were here, here yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You were and, here um, yesterday? My body was. Physically, I was here. <laughs> oh. Tim and I worked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week. How was um, that? Pretty quiet? Oh, yeah. No. It was very quiet. Nobody's around? No. Molly came in early a couple of days, and she's like, this is so fun. Yeah, because big news. Did you see that Molly got engaged? I heard. Yeah. 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 So that's very Good exciting. Good for her. Yeah. Molly was sweet. like, this is fun. Fritch is just running up and down the hallway yelling because nobody's here. And I'm like, oh, I do that every day. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if people are here or not. Nope. <laughs> nope. How was your trip? Up. Did you have a nice time? It was, it was great. We had a great time. Weather Beautiful weather. Good. Weather was fantastic. Yep. Uh, everybody, everybody got along. Everybody got to do their thing. Now, did you get to any of the old stomping grounds in Tampa, or you oh, just yeah. went to the beach? I had to drive through. I mean, just getting like back, from, you know, because we flew into Tampa with the intention of staying closer to Clearwater Beach, but uh, our plans got changed up at the last minute. We had to pivot to Anna Maria Island, so it was a little farther from the airport than we intended to drive, but it meant that I had to drive through Tampa Bay a couple of different ways a couple yeah. times. and Yeah, you go buy something, and it's funny how it just it just triggers a memory. You know, it could be something like an old billboard that hasn't changed in 25 years yeah. or a building <laughs> or or something that just looks different or, wait, where did the, the, the thing go? And it's funny how just old mu- muscle memory kicks in yeah. with the roads and exits and, oh, you got to make a lane change here because that turns into an exit lane. And it's also like flipping through a scrapbook of your life because you're like, oh, I remember what happened there. Uh. (laughs) I remember that night. Oh, that's that's where I met. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's always a trip. And Kristen's sitting in the passenger seat. Do you ever miss living here? You know, you can, you can, I have days where I do a little bit but yeah. that doesn't mean I don't love where I am. Right. right. You can do both. Sure. I miss the sunshine. I mean, I sure. just. Oh, oh. Yeah. that's it. These months are really hard for me. Really hard when it's gray. Yeah. And I moved to Florida in the middle of February from Illinois. Mm. So at 22 years old, yeah. uh, you know, landing my dream job. My goal was to be there, to be at that radio station. By the time I was 28, I landed the gig at 22. I, I, moved, I mean, it was like everything I owned, I could fit in my Honda. Nice. <laughs> drove it down there, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you sound like weather. a coming of age movie. It was so. I mean, it was just beautiful. I just could remember sitting in the driveway Aww. at my aunt's house, 
where I lived for the first year because I wasn't making any money. So I just would sit in her driveway at 8 o'clock at night smoking cigarettes and just like, (laughs) God, this is glorious. Yeah. This is amazing. We had the windows and doors open all day. Oh, nice. And that is the best. it was the perfect weather because it wasn't too hot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really chilly. But for somebody who's from the Midwest, it was warm enough. It was just perfect. <laughs> Could and you the wear quality shorts? of the sleep. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tourists will. The Floridians are in long pants and sweatshirts this time <laughs> of year. Right. They're they did. free. Yeah. They're cold. If it's below 70, they're cold. Yeah. Walk the beach every day. That's a pretty area where you went to. Yeah. Put a crap ton of sunscreen on, but that's just that's that's what I you. do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go back. <laughs> yeah. A lot of good food options. Anna Marie Island, if you've never been, it has a lot of, like, it's very walkable. Mm-hmm. And there's something there for everybody. And it's high quality. It's not like those crappy food stands where it's like fair food. Like, mm-hmm. they got some really nice restaurants. And yeah. Sort of like fine dining, but you can show up in flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part. That's pretty sweet. As long as you got a shirt and some kind of shoes on, you're good. You're good. Well. So it's good to be back, and we're looking forward to a fun-filled 2024. we got a lot in store. Yes, we do. <laughs> Lots of new big things. Big what are things, doing big things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how It'll it It'll be a surprise for everybody. Right. Jimmy Kimmel threatening Aaron Rodgers. What happened there? I've been so out of the loop lately, I have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg is going to the Olympics and details on the Paula Abdul sexual assault case. So we got a handful of stuff to get you caught up on. The first E-News of the day is straight ahead now. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com yeah in case you haven't heard Einzierring was attacked by a gang of bikers on sunday in los angeles we got the full scoop on that coming up at first uh, let's begin with Jimmy Kimmel this morning. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. He is fired up. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday. We were hoping that this Jeffrey Epstein list would land yesterday because there are about 200 names on this list of people who were connected to the late Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, all of them up to this point have been referred to as John and Jane Doe's. But we know that there are politicians, that there are Hollywood types, that there are academic people on this list. So we're really anxious. Some of us are very anxious. Probably a lot of and to businesses, see. CEOs, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So curious to see who these people are. And when they say connections, like, what do they mean? Like, I, I met plane. him once. I happen to be at the same country club as he was one day. Or Well, I think it's mostly from his plane. People, so people who, who were flew. on the manifest yeah. who had flown with him yes. on his private plane. Correct. Okay. 
So a lot of people are excited to see this list, or at least anxious to see it. Aaron Rodgers is one of them. He was on the... Oh, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat McAfee show, he said he will be popping some sort of bottle when it comes out. And he suggested that Jimmy Kimmel's name could be on it. And Jimmy is not happy about that. So he tweeted, Dear A-hole, For the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Mm. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Yeah, why would he bring up Jimmy Kimmel's name? I don't know why he would. But, you know, there have been a lot of names that have been mentioned by other people. Like, well, I, it's easy to throw a name out there exactly. if you want to smear. You can't unring that bell. Yeah. But, I mean, there have been a lot of names, big names, big Hollywood names. Like, the last people that you would ever imagine being on a plane or going to Epstein's Island, mm. names have been tossed out there. Yeah, because so. every time, the speculation is every time they went to the island, it was just these sex-fueled parties with, minor, with yeah. minors, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why no one wants to be, I mean, obviously, besides all the crap that he was doing, but that's why no one wants to be associated with this, because one of the people that's in the documentary talks about, I mean, multiple women in the documentary talk about all of the things that would happen there. Mm -hmm. And Mm. it's not nothing. It's it's awful. Yeah. I mean, it's just unimaginable. And it's mind blowing to think that people can get away with that. Mm -hmm. And he did. For a long for a years. time. Yeah. And, but, you know, when when you've got a former president that was on that plane and on that island, it's just. Now, the I heard, though, that there were no criminal activities associated with that. I, you know, were there accusations? Oh, I'm sure. There's probably just remember. like charges with it. Yeah. If, I mean, right, were, but, there, but it's besides. The fact that his name is mentioned, though, there's speculation that goes beyond. You, you can speculate all you want, but they said there were no criminal charges pending. Oh, no criminal. I don't think there's any criminal charges pending against anybody gotcha. right now. No. And listening- that's the other thing that it, people are infuriated about. It's like, why has this investigation just basically... He died. She went to, to jail. Why is nobody trying to find out... What happened with all of these big-name people on the island? Why is there no investigation? Why aren't there charges being filed? I mean, you've got plenty of victims that are coming forward and saying things happened there. Why isn't anybody getting in any trouble? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's very well, curious. What, what, what evidence do they need? Mm-hmm. What evidence is lacking? What testimony? What witnesses do they have? And how credible are they? Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're going to take a break here. Coming up, Snoop Dogg is going to the Olympics and details on the Paula Abdul sexual assault case. That and the rest of the day's E! News is coming up next. But first- This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll be assisting NBC in covering this summer's Olympics in Paris as part of their prime time coverage. Now, back in the day when Snoop Dogg was in his musical prime, yes. would you have ever guessed that someday he would be an Olympic correspondent? No. <laughs> no. And and the thing is, like, too, like playing him on the radio, I just remember, was so, at the time, in the very beginning, it was just, like, it was just so edgy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like... Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. work for a station that plays Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg. Yeah, it's a million years ago, but uh huh. It's just funny how these things evolve. You know? Yeah, and Next now he's best friends with Martha Stewart, making and... brownies with Martha. And... I know it. And I love what he's going to be doing. Snoop will explore city landmarks, <laughs> attend competitions and events, and visit with the athletes and their friends and families. Well, that'll be fun. I mean, he's got to have so much in common with these people. And now we go live to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, they did like a custom bed for Snoop like Dogg's it. Olympic coverage. I dig it. Uh, he says, we're going to have some amazing competitions. And of course, I will be bringing that Snoop style to the mix. You can kind of hear a little bit of it yeah. right now. I like it. Let's elevate. Celebrate and make these games unforgettable. <laughs> Smoke the competition. There you go. And may the best shine like gold. Peace and Olympic love. You dig? <laughs> you dig? Well, That'll I like be that. fun. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, if you don't recall, Snoop Dogg, he already did some commentary about the Olympics. Oh, say it was a couple of years ago on on peacock this was him with kevin hart i loved that yeah you know what i like about the olympics it's how they always changing it up mm. make a slight change you change the whole game like basketball add three x three it's a whole different game completely different game volleyball at a beach beach volleyball oh my god <laughs> tennis at a table table tennis I'm picking up what you're laying down. What you're saying is you basically add a word, you change the sport. So you got mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Mountain do biking. Hmm. Now we got sponsors. All right. <laughs> Shooting. That's a white man's sport. No, 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 no. Shooting dice. Now that's for the community. Oh, do you God. remember, though, that video that went viral where they were doing the play-by-play of the fancy horse walking? And then he was like, look, that horse is doing the crip walk. And it's like walking, you know, the, like the sport. I don't even know what it is, if it's like show horsing or oh. something. But they have like the braided tails and the horse walk sideways. And that video is viral. It goes around all the time God. of them doing like a play-by-play. Nope. So my sister-in-law, I guess, participated in whatever that online lottery is to to get to, tickets? Well, you're given the opportunity to buy to tickets. To buy them, yeah. yeah. So first you got to clear the lottery hurdle. Yeah. And then if you make it in, which evidently she did, then you're able to select from certain events. And, you know, they're looking at everything like 
you know, from some of the least popular sports right. nosebleed section, and they're hundreds of dollars. Sure. And she was got a little sticker shock when she saw it. And she's like, "Oh, I can't imagine what the tickets to the gymnastics must be." Oh yeah, they the gotta be events. insane, they like be thousands of nuts. dollars. I bet some of the track events are too. Yeah, but some of those ones, you look at the stands and there's like nobody in there because nobody can afford the tickets. Right. Well, I wonder if people just like at that <laughs> point are like, "Come on in." Or nobody wants to watch uh, people drive 10-speed bikes in a circle inside yeah. of an arena all Speed night walking. long. Yeah. Yeah. I take a second mortgage out of my house for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't know. I guess for some people you'd have to. So is she definitely going then? They're is definitely she... going to Paris, and they definitely want to see at least one or two events. But, yeah. you know, they That's also got fun. a family of, like, they have four child, adult children now. So that's a lot of people. It's a lot of adult tickets. Oh, they're taking all the kids with them? Oh, yeah. The whole family's invited. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. And Aunt Mickey may go, too. I mean, how did they... They got a hotel? I mean, I imagine that's got to be very tough to, oh, to yeah. score during the Olympics yeah, in I, Paris. I assume. Wow. I mean, we were there last February, almost a year ago, and everything was under construction. Yeah. Like, they're, they're redoing the streetscapes they're basically polishing and pressure washing all of the old national landmarks mm -hmm. uh putting in you know new plant planters and things mm -hmm. like that i mean they're trying to create it sort make of revitalize the city make it look good yeah. for television but also these were things that needed to be done anyway and sure. so the olympics were a great excuse hey the city needs a refresh mm -hmm. gotta clean things up and Get ready for the crowds. Yeah. So we will not be attending the Olympics. However, I do think, you know, that after the Olympics have packed up and left and everybody's gone. Yeah. I mean, be a good time to go to Paris in the spring Check of 25 out. after it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> the place will be in great shape. Everything's nice and clean and new. Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. I think they're coming to a close on repairing uh, Notre Dame as well. The, yeah. The oh, yeah, they're the making fire. some progress there. They yeah. said it's not going to be open for the Olympics, though. Because I, I just watched the special where Keir Simmons, right? Isn't that his name from NBC? Yeah. yeah. He actually got to go inside and see all of the things that they've been to. revamping it. And he got to walk to the top where they put the steeple back on. Wow. Uh, remember when the steeple was like, it? it I guess it kind of yeah, like fell in. in. Collapsed in yeah. yeah, and Collapsed he got to take a big tour. And I think they said 25 or 26 by the time it finally does get open. We'll yeah. be getting our new convention center and Notre Dame will be Yeah, that's a big at year. At the same time. What a year. It's a great time to be alive <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> All right, so Paula Abdul is accusing Nigel Lithgow of sexually assaulting her twice. She is suing him under a recent California law that gives survivors of sexual abuse more time to file lawsuits in which the statute of limitations has expired. So this is set up particularly for cases where the victims may have been coerced to stay quiet. So if you don't know who Nigel Lithgow is, he is the former producer of American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance. So he hired Paula twice. And Paula claims Nigel assaulted her once during her time on each show. So, let's see if I can, yeah. All right, this is what he did. Uh, early days of Idol, Paula says he groped her breasts and other parts in an elevator and shoved his tongue down her throat. She was able to get away but was afraid to take action because she was worried that he would fire her. 
So years later, when she was doing So You Think You Can Dance, he invited Paula to dinner, supposedly to discuss other work opportunities. She claims at the end of the night, he tried to force himself on her, claiming they would, quote, make an excellent power couple. She fended him off again, and once again, she was worried about what would happen to her career if she spoke up. So Nigel has issued a statement. He is denying the allegations. He called them deeply offensive and said that he is shocked and saddened. Hmm. Oh. I guess there are two contestants from another show Nigel produced 20 years ago, All-American Girl. They are also suing him for sexual assault and harassment. So there are other accusers out there in addition to Paul. I would just leave the office door open at all times. If you were a boss in... Just leave the office door open at all times and... If you have to have a closed door meeting, make sure someone from HR is there. Or have cameras <laughs> in your office. Multiple witnesses. Yeah, something. Yeah. Probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Okay, in case you haven't heard, Ian Zeering was attacked by a gang of bikers on Sunday in Los Angeles. And no, they weren't tatted up, leather-clad miscreants with chains and switchblades. These were mini bike riders in hoodies and backpacks. But TMZ has evidently two crazy videos of Ian getting out of his car and engaging with them and then having a run after they swarm and start raining blows down upon him. This is some of the wildest video I've ever seen. It's pretty wild. And his 10-year-old daughter, Penna, was in the car the whole time. Ian gave his side of the story in an Instagram post. He said his car was approached aggressively by one of the riders while stuck in traffic, which led to what he described as an unsettling confrontation. Yeah. So Ian said that he, he got out of the car to see if there was any damage And that's when things escalated. He said, I'm relieved to report that my daughter and I are both completely unscathed, but the incident left me deeply concerned about the growing boldness of such groups who disrupt public safety and peace. Uh, The situation highlights a larger issue of hooliganism on our streets and the need for effective law enforcement responses to such behavior. I urge city officials and law enforcement to take decisive action against such lawlessness and provide the necessary resources to prevent future occurrences. Hmm. Yeah, the videos really are kind of nuts. Like one of the bikers appears to be uh, like a like a short, sort of heavy set woman, and even she's trying to pound on Ian. Yeah, and they just piled on. Yeah. It is funny, though, because, you know, you hear the story and it's like, bank biker gang, oh, God. And you immediately picture the guys in the black leather with the words on the back of their jackets, you know, on these Hells <laughs> Angels. Right on the, sitting on their Harleys. And you're like, oh, God, I would never want to mess with a group of those. Yeah. But it's all these, on these little miles, on these little motorcycles. It's yeah. just kind of funny. That's what it was. It's kind of funny looking. I'll tell you what, though. One thing I, I did notice just from driving around Florida is there's a heck of a lot more cops down there seemingly that are that are visible like a lot more police visibility well, the way people drive on the freeways and, and they still drive insane yeah. not that it matters right um but it reminded me of like when we first moved to ohio our impression of cincinnati when we first got here was wow everybody's so polite on the roads and mm-hmm. you know you don't see anywhere nearly as much road rage here and i remember people would be like are you nuts are you kidding? Hey, 
compared to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, and so when I went back down there for this trip, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> They're insane. They're nuts. I just remember them being very weavy. Like everyone yeah. like, like that. When yes. I, when I would drive on, you Like know, aggressive, unsafe lane changes. Yes. Right. Out yeah. of nowhere, here comes a motorcycle. Taking you know, out of nowhere. unnecessary chances. Hmm. Having said that, though, I did see more cops like hiding out looking for speeders. They yeah. got uh, speed cameras up in a few places. Wow. Red light cameras, I noticed. Yeah. All right, Mickey Mouse, we saw this coming, hit the public domain on Monday. Mm -hmm. It is the Mickey from the 1928 cartoon Steamboat Willie, which is where he made his debut. And you look at that Mickey compared to the Mickey that's out there now, and they really don't look all that much alike. But still, it's the original Mickey Mouse. So hitting the public domain means anybody can do anything they want with it, pretty much. That's crazy. And there's already a trailer for the first of what could be many Mickey Mouse horror movies. This one is called Mickey's Mousetrap. Uh-oh. Here's the synopsis. Are you ready? It's Alex's 21st birthday, but she's stuck at the amusement arcade on a late shift, so her friends decide to surprise her. But a masked killer dressed as Mickey Mouse decides to play a game of his own with them, which she must survive. That mm. sounds pretty good. Nobody you would recognize in this one looks pretty cheesy, but, you know, they'll they'll make a few bucks. It kind of sounds probably. like Scream, but in like a Mickey Mouse form a yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's trapped in amusement arcade. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you ever, like, cringe watching reruns of your favorite shows? You know, whether it be... They didn't age well? Well, I mean, maybe they age well. Like, they're still funny, but there may be some elements in certain episodes where you're like, you wince a little because you're like, oh, that's... We don't say that anymore. I'm trying to remember when Jacob was little and we were watching a lot of Dr. Seuss movies. I don't remember which one it was, but there is a fish that jumps up out of the water and has a gun and shoots itself in the head. And I was like, whoa. I can remember being like. Wow, really? This is a Dr. Seuss story? Yeah, I don't remember if it I was missed Horton that one. Here's a who. It might have been Horton here. It's the the yeah. I had the whole set. I thought I did anyway. Maybe it's they removed that because I don't feel like I've seen yeah. it either. But I, and I just remember I was like, "What just happened?" You know, I'm like, "Whoa." Whoa. Well, here are some popular TV show tropes that have aged badly. Okay, uh, there would be the airport professions of love. You know, like. Running through the airport oh. to catch the love of your life before they board the plane. Love Actually. There's one where a kid chases the little girl he loves. Yeah. That's the best. They, see, so that cute. that can't happen anymore because no. of TSA. Right. Nobody oh, runs through yeah. the airport. You got to get through TSA first. Well, but- he does jump the... Uh, the he remember he like his dad does the distraction so the little boy can run through right. the security. Oh, yeah, I don't know that that would work anymore. It wouldn't, no. but it's it's... Somewhat present. Or there's the old, like, slapping someone sober. Oh, yeah. Like if a character's drunk or having a panic attack, slapping them across the face. Yeah. It's not really a cure. Get it together. Yeah, yeah Get exactly. Get yourself. But it, be- it becomes even more problematic when it's a man slapping a woman. Yes. Oh, that's true. How about the amnesia storylines? 
That's in every single soap opera. Every single. <laughs> now, it's not as common as 90s writers like to make it seem. It's also a brain injury. So right. someone who has it, you know, is probably not going to walk around like everything's fine. Correct. Uh, innocent peeping toms, like boys watching women or girls undress through a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Or in a locker room. Saw a lot of that room. stuff in like 80s oh, yeah. teen coming of age comedies uh-huh. as if it was some kind of rite of passage. Right. Whereas it's it's creepy and should be normalized. Right. <laughs> Spousal abuse jokes. Sure. Yeah. You know, especially the survivors of domestic abuse. Right. Not funny. Uh, shows that would depict the, t- the town drunk. You know, alcoholism, that's a serious and, and ultimately fatal disease. Oh, yeah. I remember that about what was that that old black Andy and Griffith white show? show. Yes, <laughs> my Ooh, grandpa was... used to watch that, where the guy would go Otis. and let himself into the was jail. Otis, right. wasn't that his name? Yeah, yeah. Otis the town. He, was, he got so drunk he would, he would walk yeah. to the jail and let himself in. Yeah, lock himself up. Oh, shameless. That's a pretty oh. new show about a drunk. Oh God, he's not a drunk just a, and a drunk, drug Jeez. addict, and everything. Yeah, when you watch that show, that's cringe for sure. What about? Shows or movies that would depict a makeover to fix a tomboy or a nerd. Like a leading female character doesn't become better by dressing more feminine or looking prettier. Breakfast Club, Ali Sheedy. They made her over. Oh, pretty and pink, too. Remember, isn't that what they do with, um, doesn't she like recreate Ducky at one point at the end? I mean, just with a little makeup, you could be so pretty. <laughs> and if we could just do your hair yeah. like this. Uh, roofies and love spells. Using roofies, love spells, and potions mm-hmm. to someone you love is unhinged, psychotic, and uh, not all that romantic. Yeah. No. Where no means try harder. Just because, you're, just because you're told no doesn't mean the person will change their mind and suddenly be into you if you push hard enough. No means no. And then uh, another trope that doesn't land in movies or TV shows anymore, the fat jokes. Overweight people were such an easy target for a long time, but Mm -hmm. today's society is becoming a lot more accepting of all different types of body sizes. Well, it's America. 60% of us are overweight. I think it's more than that. 85. (laughs) It's really high. So, yeah. (laughs) Who are you calling fat? I'm sorry. So there you go. That's it. That's all I got. Anything yeah. else? Nope. That's you got anything it. else? Nope. Leave it there for now. We got more E News coming up after seven. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up the pair of tickets to the Q102 premiere of Mean Girls. That's uh, this Tuesday night, Newport on the Levee. Uh, you know, Lauren Michaels and Tina Fey produced that? Mm-hmm. How good is that? So it's going to be good, you would think. I keep seeing the trailers. Like, it keeps popping up in my feed. It looks very funny, similar and funny Mm -hmm. to the original. So that's all straight ahead next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Heather. Uh, hello. Hi. Welcome hello. to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. Got your headlines here. You pick the real one, you're going to go see the premiere of the new Mean Girls movie, okay? Sounds great. All right, so is it A? A man pushed a McDonald's cook's head toward a deep fryer for disrespecting his wife. Is it B? Woman at Wendy's attacks co-worker with basket of hot fries. Or C? Guy at Steak and Shake fired for squirting ketchup in customer's face. How about C? No, try again. Oh, B. No, one more time. Hey. There it is. Hey, you hey. win. How did you guess? Sam, you're good. I have no idea. Wow. Third time's a charm. You ever heard about someone raising holy hell at work? Well, this is a pretty literal example of that. A 57-year-old pastor in North Carolina named Dwayne Waden was arrested last week after he assaulted someone who was working with his wife at McDonald's. His wife, I guess, was training to become a manager, but she felt like the other employees were disrespecting her. Ugh. So she called her minister husband to ex- to complain. Her minister husband. Yes. So Pastor Dwayne immediately drove down to the McDonald's, waltzed behind the counter, put his hands around the neck of one of her coworkers. Punched the victim in the face multiple times and then pushed their head toward one of the deep fryers. Oh, wow. And that's when the other employees jumped in and pulled them apart. Uh, the victim was hospitalized with minor injuries like cuts and bruises. Uh, Pastor... Pastor Dwayne was charged with assault and battery. I'm trying to determine whether or not the employee he... Ra- whose neck he wrapped his hands around, mm-hmm. started punching, is a male or a female employee, but that is unclear. Mm. I'm reading this article. What a mess. Not that it would matter, but... Yeah. Anyway. But it is a little bit worse. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So I got an education on vacation. Uh-oh. Yeah? About what? Yeah, and I don't know if this is anything that, that you all or, or anyone else who's who's traveled during the holidays has encountered. First of all, let me just say we had a lovely time. We took the whole family. We rented a house on Anna Maria Island in Florida. And it was just, it was, it was great. It's on the, the beach, sun, right there on the water. Oh, right? my God. Yes. Oh, that's the best. Sunsets were spectacular. The weather was great. Had you know, doors and windows open. Best sleep in my life. Got some exercise. Walked the beach. Great food options. Could not have asked for a better time, right? Good. So when we... When we landed at Tampa International Airport, um, you go to you, you go to the rental car desk. Mm-hmm. You check in, mm-hmm. and naturally the line is long because it's the holidays, right? So I was probably in that line for a half an hour because I don't have one of those fancy 
memberships with this particular rental agency. We went with Dollar. Okay. I was wooed by oh, a by a wooed. mileage incentive. Yeah. And we needed a big vehicle. We had seven people meeting at the airport, all with bags. So And where are all of them while you're waiting in line? We're all kind of trickling in at at the same time, okay. but by the time I made it to the rental car, everybody's there and ready to go. Okay. So they're just <laughs> you're standing in line and they're off to the side somewhere watching you standing in line. Right. Okay. And you know, a half hour goes by and the youngest one is hungry. Better feed the youngest one. Yep. You got to get a little hangry. That's right. Well, let's get on the road and we'll get you something to eat. So the lady at the rental car desk is nice and she gets me checked in and she's advising me on, you know, I think you should maybe get the fuel option. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. Do you want the toll thing? Uh, yeah, we should probably get the toll thing. That's she said, listen, too. if you're going to Anna Maria Island, that's the one, the Sunshine Skyway. She said, take the Sunshine Skyway because that's the one toll booth in this area that still accepts cash. Because she said, if you do, if you do the toll option, then you get charged like $10 a day plus the cost of the toll. And it's. Oh, well, yeah. And, and the toll is like it's a buck, leaving, right? You can just that was her point, and yeah. she's like, "It's a buck seventy-five each way." I'm like, "Thank you for telling me that." Yeah, uh-huh. because nice. that's Save what me we some do. Money right there. We yeah. vacation there a couple of times, and we never get the toll pass because it's like we're not really gonna leave the area, right? So anyway, she says, "Here you go. Here's the key. Uh, your suburban is being washed now, and they'll just they'll bring it around. The keys will be in the car." And you're thinking, "This is great, great." Okay, a little bit of a wait, no big deal. So she says, go down that hallway, take the elevator down to the garage, the first floor, come off, be right there. I, I get off that elevator. The do- elevator door is open, and I see mass chaos. Oh, God. Like, there had to have been 100 people down there no. who were who were 100? just- 100? Oh, easily. Just kind of standing around, like, looked like they were waiting for their vehicles and- like, well, is there a valet? Like, what is the setup here, first uh-huh. of all? Because typically, like, you get the keys and you go to your parking spot and go, right? right. No, this was a like a key kiosk. And there's a guy who's just wandering around. He's got a uniform on and he's looking like he doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing. And he's looking for cars. And it turns out there were no cars left. <laughs> All the cars were gone? Evidently. I mean, they were, they were all checked out and driven off the lot? Most of them. There were a handful of cars left, but not ones that anyone wanted or reserved or were right for the individual parties that <laughs> reserved them. Not good. And How so he's dealing with one person at a time. Well, evidently, this particular rental car company was taking reservations without necessarily having cars available, which I've learned is not a new thing. Now, how tightly do they schedule them? Like, were they expecting a bunch of cars to come back and then people didn't bring them back? Well, if you you talk to the employees, the answer to that is yes. That that the system, when you reserve a car, and by the way, we reserved this car in September. Of course you did. Yes. But just because you reserve it doesn't mean you're guaranteed a car. And in the fine print, no money has been exchanged yet. You know, you uh-huh. like you haven't 
You have no claim. Uh, unless you prepaid, you you don't really have a claim. So you have to pre. That oh. is an option to prepay. Yes. And evidently, there was a car shortage, as we all recall, because we remember we didn't have chips, and so a lot of the car rental companies they sold they all were their turning, cars. They were selling their cars yeah. because yeah. business was during the pandemic was slow, and then they didn't have cars to replace them. So this has been ongoing in Florida just about every holiday since. God, that's crazy. And it's not just dollar; it's evidently all of them. Oh, because no. I, I dealt with the same thing with National when we ended up switching. So we're kind of screwed. And, you know, I'm looking online and I'm looking at other rental car companies and nothing's available. Wow. So we had to kind of take what we could get. So after an hour of dealing with this chaotic madness, we finally uh, got an offer from the from the guy at the kiosk. He says, I can give you a van. I said, we're not going to be able to pack into it. We got seven of us with all with bags. He says, no, I meant. He goes, that van over there, and he points to a van. Like a cargo van? Yeah, it's like those church vans, oh, you know? No. <laughs> Did you see the last church? That's awesome. Scrape the know? letters off on the yeah. side. I mean, it, kind of, it was kind of beat up. I think it's perfect. <laughs> Michael Scott's delivery van. And he, and he walks me over there, and he opens it up, and, and there's plenty of seating for everybody, but, yeah. but there's no cargo space, right? And everybody's so got do? bags. You put it on the top. We got to figure it out. We got to make it work. So the everybody's... kids were like, so four of the kids were like, that's it. We're out of here. We're Uber. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I'll see you when we get there. Did they Uber? Oh, yeah, they totally oh, did. They went to go get something to eat. They said, we'll meet you down there. Call us when you're on your way and we'll meet you down in the house. They checked out. Man. That's awesome. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. What time of day is this? Like, do, are you in the morning or is this like midday? So like. I well, I have a timeline. Two thirty was when I checked in at the desk. Uh-huh. Oh, so two thirty p.m. Because I'm thinking like sometimes in the morning, like Jen said, not all the cars make it back. Not everybody's doing this, whatever. Right. So it's like it's busy. Yeah. So a half hour in the check-in line, and then another hour down in the garage waiting to get the car that they claimed was being washed that would be brought around. Okay. So here I am. I got this van. Half of the kids have left, said, screw this. We'll meet you down in the house. So do you take the luggage and the remaining children, essentially? And so we, yeah, well, we took the remaining children. Children, these are adults. We threw our stuff into the van. This thing is low on oil. The service engine soon light is on. Every time I apply the brake, the whole van shutters. It's all (laughs) rickety. Every time I go over a speed bump, I think the thing is going to fall apart. That's perfect for you. Is that what you took to dinner every night? I love you. I love this for you. This is great. No. And I felt right at home. I felt like I was driving one of the old Q vans. Oh, God. <laughs> Those old vans. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, we got this. We got this. <laughs> How are the you know, and I'm gunning bald? it down. There. They're a little bald, probably. <laughs> and and every time I would hit the accelerator, it sounded like the engine was going to blow up. Oh, uh, my gosh. No. Why would and they even- Kristen was like, I don't think you should go. Like, I wouldn't gun it in this car. I think because you'll end up leaving the engine behind. Yeah. Like. Or the wheels so did are you drive that off? for the entire week? No. Okay. So the next day, I said, I'm taking it back. By the way, we had, uh, so my stepson's girlfriend showed up. Okay. With her own car. She came down from Atlanta. Okay. So we had a second vehicle. So now I, I don't need a Suburban. I'm not going to find a Suburban at this point because everything's checked yeah. out. Yeah. 
but I'm done with this rental car company. <laughs> and I know that I'm expressing, I'm taking out my frustrations on dollar because that's who I reserved with, but they're all dealing with the same thing. Yeah. They're all the same. But message. I didn't like the way they handled it. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm washing my hands of the whole situation, right? I'm returning the car mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave the airport and I'm going to, so I found National, which had cars they were renting, but I had to take an Uber from the airport to downtown Tampa to pick up, you know, what I thought would be like a larger mid-sized vehicle uh-huh. that would work. And what did you end up with? I ended up getting a, a Chrysler uh, Pacifica minivan. And, it, you know, it was fine. Like, it, it worked. worked. Yeah. yeah, those things whip, too, man. You could get some good uh, speed. But here's the thing. Before I got that minivan, I, had again, had to sit for two hours in the National Car Rental Shop. All over a car. All I would have zero To get a patience. car because they I were dealing with the same it. thing. I would have said screw it and just Ubered everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's maddening. Well, though. yeah. I mean, if you're cl- fairly close to the airport, but Anna Maria Island is like an hour and 40 minutes. Like our yeah. place was an hour and 40 minutes to the airport. Yeah. You can't really and the get lift ride that the kids took, you know, yeah. it cost them over $100. Yeah, but in Anna Maria, they have this fun thing called the monkey bus. Did you see that going around? That's free. If you're staying on the island, yeah. yes, the monkey bus is free. They work on tips. There's also, they got like the trolley, yeah. which is provided by the city. Mm-hmm. That That's is true. also free. So, I mean, once you're on the island, you're fine. And yeah, I mean, to Fritz's point, like, just be prepared. I, I guess the reason I'm mentioning it is just so that you know, like, if you do Florida during the holidays or any busy season yeah spring break and you reserve a rental car yeah that's what i'm thinking spring break this is going to happen again yeah oh for sure they're not fixing it anytime by the way the lady at national though this was this was my second company that i dealt with and she was super nice and very apologetic and was doing her best to accommodate everyone and it was literally a situation where we had a bunch of people who were sitting around a waiting room waiting for someone to return a car. That's just so And when crazy. someone returned oh a gosh. car, you got a car in the order you showed up. Mine. Wow. That one's mine. But I rented an SUV. Oh, well, bad. we got a Corolla. It's either this or we go on to the next person. You're what do you want to do? Though, you didn't have small kids because could you imagine any bigger hell than waiting oh. around with small children to get into Toddlers your or babies minivan? And you're going to have to in the oh, you need it. car seats and yeah. Right. Oh. So there was a lady who was behind me with a small child, and she just had that look that's like she's mom just had a look. Yes, she was done. Yeah. She was she done. De- defeated. She looked defeated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know that feeling. And there was a moment where it didn't look like she was going to get a car. Oh, God. And the rental office was about to close. It's now 6.30, almost 7 o'clock, and they're going to lock up and they're going to leave, right? And uh, meanwhile, my car is getting washed. So I end up with this GMC Acadia. I'm like, oh, great. You know, it's more than we need, but I'll take it. It's a nice car. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When they get to the lady, as I'm waiting to grab my keys... She says to the lady, we're going to have to drive you to yet another facility to pick up your car. Mm-hmm. And it's in the complete opposite direction of where this lady's going. No. And she's stressed because she evidently, she doesn't know the area. She's meeting up with her elderly parents who live in the other direction. And I guess they don't have a car and she doesn't know what to do. So anyway, I offered, I said, well, I got to go in that direction anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take whatever car is there. Yeah. And it was the minivan, which... Uh-huh. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. You made it. But How anyway, nice you, you were though. a good guy. Yeah. Well, I felt bad for her. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking Kristen would 
sure. when she was that age. But uh, the lady was super nice. So she said, you know what? That was really helpful. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to charge you. We'll start the charges on Friday. And this was what? This was Wednesday at this point. Oh, so they gave you two free days? Right. Cool. And Dollar nice. refunded me the money on that disaster. <laughs> so I ended up saving, like, when all was said and done. Oh, and I and then they gave me a 10% discount after that when I turned the car For in. the next time. So I, I saved about $2,500. Wow. Now, it was a lot of time spent wasted. That's right. what I was And inconvenient. Say. How much sure. were you making per hour while you were just sitting there waiting? That's a good that's a good chunk of money. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I bring this up not to bitch or complain. I'm just giving you a heads up. If you're going anywhere near Florida, <laughs> this is a thing that's been going on for two or three years now. Like it's made national headlines. It is a thing. So I want to run this by Matt Arise and figure out like is there a way that you can yeah. safeguard yourself against finding yourself in that situation? Wow. But yeah. yeah, if you don't if you don't have to rent a car, that's the problem though. Is like so much of Florida is you have to drive. so spread out. You kind of yeah. yeah, you have to. Well, I wonder if you do pay in full ahead of time if that is all you need to do. Yeah, a lot of people are recommending Turo. Is that where you rent the car? Kind of like based on, on what app? it is. Like you, like, yeah, uh, it's like people who rent out their personal vehicle yeah. to people. Think Airbnb for a car. Yeah. <laughs> That's brave. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to get? I mean, I got picked up in an Uber one time in Savannah, Georgia, that was, like, disgusting and gross and had, like, like children's food all over the back seat. I do have to say the minivan we got kind of smelled like badly cleaned up vomit. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but at that point, we were just so happy to have a vehicle that we didn't, didn't matter. We didn't dare complain. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. My you're rep- patient in those kinds of situations, though. You're you you remain calm. I mean, when was the last time you got really hot over horrible customer service? <laughs> I, I, uh, well, I. <sighs> I take it out on the customer service responses, you know, like that's that's uh, my You wait. Power of the pen. Well, cut, is that yeah. what you do? You wait for the power of the pen. It is because I found that it's effective. It does seem to work better than cuz cuz the people that you're yelling at, they they're not they can't create any kind of change. Right. Right. And is I it, I did witness a lot of yelling and screaming. And you just feel so sorry for those people. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. No. And and that's the thing, it didn't get these people anywhere. Right. And and even Kristen was hot. Yeah. Well, you're on vacation. You're spending hours and hours and hour. You're already when in you your destination, and you're just yep. sitting in a lobby. I yeah. got it. Oh, yes, yeah. it's yeah. eating into your vacation time. You've yep. been waiting for this for months. Get totally it. understand. Right. But it's got to be handled. And, and Kristen kept saying, "But it's not your fault. Like, how, why aren't you more angry?" Yeah. He said, "It's <laughs> not my fault, but it is my problem. I got to deal with it. If you want to." Go with the kids. That's yeah. totally cool. Right. Yeah. Because what are you, you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Gotta deal with it. Just deal. Yeah. You can also <laughs> rent a golf cart in a lot of those Florida towns. Like like in Anna yeah. Maria, you can rent like a golf cart because they have legal golf cart riding on like the limits or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's an option. You Uber from the airport and then just rent a golf cart. Yep. 
If you're not going a lot of places. But if you you're not going were, a lot of places. Yeah, so we ended up going a lot around. of places because Kristen's son, you know, he's only, he can relax at the beach only so long before. He wants to get out. He wants to explore the area. Yeah. So he wanted to hit some museums. We went to the Dali Museum, the uh, the Dali Art Museum in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. We went to the Chihuly Museum, which is like these amazing, insane, stunning, like, blown glass sculptures that are super colorful and they're pretty and they're both of those museums are sort of within walking distance of each other and we got lunch we met up with their cousin who was also living down there and we went to the ringling estate which i had never been to like all these things that i lived in i lived in tampa for eight years i never went to these places right Yeah, think about all the really cool attractions in the town that you live in that you've never once visited. Like, I lived in New York City for three years. I never once went to the Statue of Liberty. Isn't that crazy? Really? No. Oh, wow. No. You even pass it on the Staten Island Ferry and go, (laughs) oh, look, that's how I saw it. Yeah, that's the same. That was a lot cheaper. Yeah, but maybe when you live there, you just feel like it's a hassle. You're just like, oh, my gosh, it's so touristy down there. There's no way I'm going to see that thing. Yeah. So that involved driving. And uh, we went to a couple of places off prop or off property, off the island, for dinner. Yeah, Amanda says Turo is great. You get to select what vehicle you would like, uh, and take pictures prior to leaving to make sure everything is okay. She said uh, she's had a great experience with Turo. Good, good to know. Yeah, I always wonder about those things because, like, what if the owner flakes out at the last minute? Like, you got this car reserved. Can they flake out at the last minute? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's the other thing. You guys already know this story, and this kind of happened before we all went on vacation. But so we, you know, we rented a house down there. We ended up on Anna Maria Island, which was fantastic. We'd totally do it again. Probably will do it again. But originally, we had rented a house on uh, in Indian Shores, Florida which is um, closer, like closer to Clearwater. Yeah. And about a week before the vacation, I got a call from the owner saying that they had somehow double booked. She blamed it on, I guess, a merger between Verbo and Expedia, as she was explaining it to me, and okay. said that the reservation systems, I guess, didn't sync right. And it resulted in an accidental double booking. And you were out of house. And we were <laughs> and we had missed it by a day. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's crazy because we we booked this in April. She's, I know. And I feel awful. and I, I feel so terrible. But but we can't we can't accommodate you. So I had to scramble and I was able to. F- find another place within a couple of hours. And so that's how we wound up on Anna Marie Island. And I wouldn't change a thing, but is that something that's common? Like, has that ever happened to anyone else before? Like, what do you, what went wrong there? Was she, was she telling me the truth? Like I got all my money back. Uh We've seen a handful of times. So we run an Airbnb in town where people have said, emailed us on Airbnb and said, Hey, I'm here. I'm from Philly. I'm ready to spend a week in Cincinnati, but my Airbnb canceled on me, and I have nowhere to stay right now. Do you have immediate availability? And that's happened in the course of us. How long have we had that Airbnb? Four years? I was going to say a few years, yeah. Probably, I don't know, five, six times. 
and we did some research into it, and basically something was going on in town, and the original Airbnb learned that they could raise the rates five, ten times what they had already agreed to and canceled on those people to accommodate a new, much higher Higher See, paying. I think that like, this is like a la Taylor Swift. Like Taylor yes, Swift came exactly to town. It. Someone booked mine for yes. 80 bucks a night, and then Taylor Swift was announced, and I know I can get $600 a right. night, so I canceled the $80 a night person. And you and you don't owe them anything. You don't owe the $80 person anything, right? You yep. can just say, well, we aren't putting it up anymore. Yep. So we've noticed that a few times. I'm not saying that's what happened to you, but there are some scummy landlords out there. Yeah, but it's also like a super popular time to travel is that week between Christmas and New Year's right. because we ended up not having our daughter during that time. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll go down to Florida or maybe we'll look to going down like on a trip or something. And it was ridiculously priced. I mean, as far as like flights and all kinds of stuff. So it could have happened where somebody last minute said, hey, I want to come and I'll pay you way more. And then you just get bumped. Yeah, and we had already paid the majority of the, like, it was in three different installments. So, you know, we had already paid a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Which, again, they, they refunded every penny of it. But still, we left were, we, we, it left us hanging. And thank God we were able to find something. But there, the pickings were slim. Yeah. And the place that we did find was more expensive so we ended up spending more money than we thought we were going to now it was lovely and it was worth every penny mm-hmm. but i just think of how many people have found themselves in that position where they book you know they're planning a family vacation during the holidays and you do everything right you play mm-hmm. by all the rules yeah. you make your reservation you make your down payment or whatnot maybe you prepay it and then you you're within a week and they say sorry what do you do? Well, yeah. you know, this is why I stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's going to happen there for the most part. <laughs> yeah. very, very little can. So, I mean, we got lucky, sideways. but I don't know. I yeah. Just, yeah. So I wonder how common that is. Yeah. Because sure when I talked about often. it to Tim, because like, Tim's radar immediately went up when I met, because remember, we that was the day we all went out to lunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you were scrambling. And I was explaining to you guys what was going on because I was a little distracted. I was kind of on my phone trying to work this out. And they're like, why are you on your phone? Because <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to put out a fire. Big fire. Yeah. Damn. That's what it was. So I have a lot to talk to Matt Reese about when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets back. You got questions. Yeah. So Katie says that I guess her family runs a rental car business in Lexington. And she said, unfortunately, it doesn't even matter if you prepay. Wow. She said, this is a problem that we, you know, she's speaking from the perspective of rental car companies. She says, this is a problem we've been dealing with since 2020. It's miserable on us as well. I could talk for an hour about this, but ultimately corporate controls rentals and fleet in most places. So when they overbook us, we're kind of caught in the middle. Oh, mm. so they can't cap it off with the cars they have. It's the parent company doing all of that. Yeah. So like all the big, think of like all the big rental car companies, I guess their reservation system, It and again, this depends on who you talk to and can get a straight answer from. Right. 
in many cases, they overbook cars that they don't even have, thinking that by the time this person goes to pick up their car, this other person will have returned theirs. Mm-hmm. But, like, the car class you get doesn't really matter. It's just it's what's available depending on who's, who shows up when. Yeah. You'll get what you get. So just, I, anyway, I bring this up just so... Have backup plans. <laughs> Spring break will be here before you know it. And you know how they the whole uh, time, Chris is like, I don't understand why you're not more angry. Because I packed my patience. But <laughs> <laughs> you hate that. When they yeah. say, Pack your patience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why when we go to Florida, we drive. We don't even have to worry about it. We got our car. Right. Yeah. And your gluten-free toaster. And we, my gluten-free toaster. No, I was thinking about that. Like, no. if we had, if we had driven, like, when the when we pulled out of our driveway the morning oh, we flew down yeah. there. Would you have gotten there faster? And what is it, like a 12-hour drive between here and Tampa? Yeah, I'm maybe guessing. a little more, but yeah. So between that, we had to change planes in Atlanta connection was delayed and then the rental car fiasco i don't know it would have been close yeah would have been close <laughs> yeah and then you got in a couple of hours the next day right right yeah i know having said that we had a lovely time <laughs> this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 744, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Hey, your moisturizer could be attracting spiders. Oh, God. And it's time to celebrate January. All right. What? It's Wednesday, the 3rd of January of 2024. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Hey. Yeah, let's start with your moisturizer. This is horrifying. Uh-oh. Have you ever had an allergic reaction to a lotion or beauty product? Well, here's a side effect that would be even worse. Worse than a rash or a little bit of an itch? Yes. <laughs> okay. A popular moisturizer sold by Sephora is in the news because people claim the scent attracts spiders. That is not good. Specifically, those big, nasty wolf spiders. Oh, mm. the furry ones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Aren't those dangerous, too, if they you get bitten by them? retinol. I think oh, they're they harmless. But, oh, no. But they're scary looking. They're furry. It's called Delicia Drench Body Butter. Oh, God. Delicia body Drench butter. Body Butter is sold by a brand called Sol de Janeiro. Okay. The rumor started after someone posted a one-star review and claimed they had to stop using it because they were constantly being swarmed by spiders. Oh, God. Where, where is this person going? Right? Well, this person said they don't usually see many wolf spiders where they live, but it became a daily thing as soon as they started using the product. 
Oh, my God. And then the rumor gained traction after other people online started backing up the claim. So, it, I mean, is it legit? Well, a few people suggested that two chemicals used in some skincare products can mimic the pheromones from sexually receptive female spiders. Oh, my. So horny gosh. male spiders are the ones that are showing up. And want to get it on with you. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> No. Now, is this really a thing or is the Internet just messing with us? To your question, it does look like it's probably a hoax. The company had to put out a statement saying that their body butter does not include the chemicals that people are talking about. <laughs> and even if it did have those chemicals, spider experts say it would not normally it would not attract spiders in that way. That wouldn't be the effect. Right. Other customers back that up, saying that they've been using it forever with zero spider encounters. You know, but what really sucks for the company is even if you hear that that it's all BS, you're still gonna think spiders every time you use that product and you will probably use another product instead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it I feels would, like that one's going to have to go through a rebrand or something. Yes. Yeah. That's scary. Uh, hey, if your girlfriend started growing out her sideburns this week, here's why. <laughs> Happy Harry, everybody. Harry. Well, this is true, though, because, you know, during the holidays and all that stuff, we got to keep up with shaving our leg hair. I always shave my armpits and, you know, other parts. But the legs get to have a little bit of... Fun a break during the uh, cold months. Mm-hmm. Right now, your hair—I mean, does your leg hair does it come in fast, furious, and wiry? No, mine comes in like blonde and slightly subtle. Oh well, then yeah. So you're not uncomfortable then. Uh uh-uh. uh yeah. Like it's not pulling onto my. It's my, not catching no. onto your jeans. I'll tell or you whatever. what: that laser hair removal on the legs is wonderful. I would recommend that. Don't you have to have dark hair, though? Everyone. Yeah, it only works on dark hair. Yeah, see, I'm a blonde. Got to have dark hair, and you got to go for multiple sessions for it to really. Oh, it's like a year and a half, and it's like nine sessions. At least that, that, it's been a while since I did that. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. But if you got the money, you're willing to spend the time. It's, oh, to not have to shave every day. Within a year and a half, you could be. Oh, God. Do you find yourself being colder, though, without the leg hair? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious. No. That's an extra coat. Down there. <laughs> yeah, so Janu Harry is the name someone came up with to encourage women to stop shaving, waxing, and plucking for the first month of the year to kind of help normalize body hair on women. Uh, this is a fairly new, not not brand new thing. It debuted in 2019, so this is actually the sixth year people have done it. The official Janu Harry Instagram account has over 40,000 followers, and it says their goals include promoting self confidence. Challenging societal beauty standards and creating a supportive community where people can share their journey. One of the founders says dedicating a whole month to it is liberating because it gets you thinking about the way you treat your body and why. I mean, I had my underarms done too. That was, I mean, this woman is hairless oh, next to me. No, yeah. not totally. But, There's still some. But, but you didn't do it for appearance. You did it because you just prefer you like the feeling of being. I don't like shaving. I didn't like shaving. I did not like taking that time, and I don't, yeah, I, I, I would not be comfortable with, 
No. Letting it all just grow. Yeah. I That's mean, like to those women uh, who want to do it, knock yourself out. I think it's great. Your I, armpits get itchy. Don't, did they yours? get itchy. Mine did. And, you know, ingrown hairs were always a nightmare. You know, oh, yeah. See, I don't really that get would that. happen. And just, you got to maintain that. Yeah. But I would love not shaving my legs. Like, I genuinely, if I could get away with it, like, if it worked on me, I would absolutely think about the laser. Because you got, like, I have really long legs and the time. Yeah. The time you would did. save in the shower alone with the leg hair. Oh, yeah. forget it. Yeah. Hmm. I only did the knee down, so there's still hair there. It doesn't quite grow I, as much on yeah, top. Not yeah. as bad, but it's there. I'll shave it twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting a lot of action down there, Jennifer. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. Some people like that. Some people do like that. Okay, now all these stories are coming in of these travel nightmares. nightmares yeah. Uh, one lady said, she's talking about how, well, I, I was talking about how we got double booked on our first rental in Florida. Mm-hmm. So we had to pivot and find mm-hmm. something else. And we were very lucky it worked out. But for a lot of people, it doesn't always work out. This lady said uh, she experienced a double booking where she reserved a place, was all set to stay there in Portugal. Oh, no. Oh, no, Prague. I'm sorry. It was Prague. And it happened to them. Double booked? She said Expedia double booked our stay in Prague. Ugh, terrible. Anyway, a lot of holiday flights got delayed, too. But this one was rough. Last week, United Airlines went on social media and hyped a flight from Guam to Hawaii that offered people two New Year's celebrations. The flight was supposed to take off from Guam at 7.35 a.m. on New Year's Day. You follow me so far? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm here. And then it would cross the international dateline and land in Honolulu at 6.50 p.m. on New Year's Eve. That's kind of fun. So that they would get a second countdown. Well, sadly, the flight got delayed more than six hours. It did not land in Honolulu until 12.34 a.m., so they missed the second countdown by 35 minutes. Some of the passengers had only bought tickets for the double New Year. United even promoted on December 28th saying, you only live once, but you can celebrate New Year's Eve twice. (laughs) So it ended up being a big, fat waste of money for these folks. People on a few other flights had more luck. A Cathay Cathay Pacific Airways flight from Hong Kong to San Francisco landed in time for a second New Year. And so did an all-Nippon Airways flight from Tokyo to Los Angeles. Huh. God, it was such a miracle, all those people on that plane that crashed in Japan into that Coast Guard. Crazy, right? They had like 300-something passengers and crew on the passenger jet. Uh, Sadly, five of the six crew members on the Coast Guard plane perished in that fiery crash in Japan. But... Uh, you know, when you see the video of this fireball on the runway. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. And to think that everyone on that passenger jet got out yeah. is, is a miracle. They were doing a report last night on the um, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt where they went in depth with 
like fight like flight attendant reaction times when something happens. Yeah. And they literally were like they you have 90 seconds to just get this done, get off the plane, like, you know, keep it moving, moving, moving. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, the number of people that just don't listen to the rules. No, they don't. They're, they're stopping. They're looking yes. for their stuff. They want to yeah. grab their bags, yes. slow blocking yeah. the aisle way, slowing everybody down. And that's what yeah. they were talking about. They were like, your number one most important thing is to exit the airplane. Don't worry about your carry-on, your purse, your this, your phone. He's yep. like, get off of the airplane. Leave your bags. And this was kind of an example of that of everyone listening to the rules, essentially, and just getting off, getting off, getting off. Right. That is, I yeah, that would be, I just try to imagine what that would, uh, every time I get on a plane, I visualize exactly all of these things happening. This is why I wear shoes when I go on planes, because <laughs> some people wear flip-flops. Uh-huh. What if I got to crawl over somebody? Oh, what yeah. if there's debris? If you got to run. Hard to run in yeah. flip flops. Rubber soles. That's yeah. true. Right. Good thinking. Good run. thinking. I never really thought about footwear. I think that about it angle. every time. That's a, that's Who important. Do I have to stop over you to have just changed my behavior. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it differently. I don't know if I can run in Crocs. <laughs> yeah, and then if you're in Japan and you narrowly escape with your life, yeah. After that experience, I mean, I'm not getting on a plane again. I guess I'm going to live in Japan the rest of my life because I'm not leaving. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't get off this island. Yep. They had two local women, one of which is not my Facebook friend. I just found out this morning I saw her, but there were two local women that were actually in Japan at the airport when this crash happened. And they kind of got stranded in Japan for, I think, a day and a half or like, I guess, a full day because they eventually ended up being able to get out of Japan on a flight to Hawaii yesterday. And I'm sure they're probably either headed home by now or they're back in the States at least. I just feel like, give me my prison van back. I'm just going to drive. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Angela needs a second date update with a guy named Steven, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Angela. Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. Let's see if we can get your second date with Steven. Take us from the beginning. Thank tell you. us how you met him and how the first date went. We'll go from there. So I met him on Match, and he's a great guy. I haven't had a date like this in forever. We went out to a really nice dinner, totally hit it off. I felt like it was the beginning of something really great. He has all the qualities I'm looking for. Employed. Employed. (laughs) Employed is big. Okay. It's amazing how important that becomes after you've dated somebody that's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, But also, like, employed in a job that he loves and he's passionate about. He has a car. He owns his own townhome. He likes to travel. He plays freaking pickleball, which I do, too. I mean, it was all the important things for me. <laughs> like, oh, I love this. Has a car and a job. And a place to I live. Know. I mean, your checklist <laughs> is legit. No criminal record. It's great. Wow. You have to be specific. You know, we laughed a lot. He flirted with me a lot. You know, we talked about all the kinds of things we could do together. There were so many signs that we were going to, you know, get together again. Like, not just have another date, but like this was going to be something great. 
It was one of those dates where as soon as I got out of my car and left, I called my sister and I told her I was getting a new boyfriend. So, which is random for me. I don't do that. So I'm, I'm really confused and bummed. And I text him a couple of times, literally nothing back. So I'm hoping he'll pick up the phone for you. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I'm not going to challenge you on any of this stuff because I'm assuming you've checked him out. So when you say he's a good guy, aside from the way he treated you, I mean, have we done a background check on this guy? Have we looked into him, done a little Google search, sniffed around? I mean, I haven't, like, hired a private detective, but I did do a Google search and a little background. I think it's I think it's a good thing just to do in general nowadays. You check so, that Facebook page to make sure that... Uh, oh, yeah. The minor yeah. stalking. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. It's approved. Yeah. Okay. How was it left? Did he kiss you goodnight? You guys end up at your we place did- or his place? No, we did the we did the really sweet like first date little kiss on the cheek. You know, I'm I'm also a bit of an old fashioned girl. I'm not the kind of person who personally likes to, you know, take someone home at the first date. So he was really sweet, he was really respectful, but we're standing there on my porch, you know, talking for a really long time and then it was sort of hard to pull ourselves away kind of a thing. That's nice. Okay. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Steven and see what he thought of Angela. And his date with her. And if there's any chance of these two getting together again, a second date update continues next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Said you call me, how long should I wait? Angela and Steven had this great date, nice dinner, great guy, doesn't seem to be an a-hole. He's got a job, car, his own place. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. That's not nothing. He seems like mm-hmm. an outstanding human. Yeah. Yeah. Was in no hurry to leave the date, even though they didn't sleep together. Would you have if he would have made a move? No, no, and that's just it's just a personal thing for me. It's not something that I enjoy doing on a first date. I'm a little old fashioned, but right. um, yeah, that's just that's just me personally. But certainly was potentially looking forward to it in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. he's not responding to your calls, then chances are we're not going to get there. So let's try to figure out why he's not responding to your text or phone calls. You ready to call him? Yeah. Thank you for your help. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Stephen. Yes, it is. It's Jeff and Jen, along with Fritch and Tim at Q102. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Everything all right? Quick welfare check. Everybody good? I'm okay. Yeah, good morning. A little tired, but you know. Hi, Stephen. I'm doing okay. You got a few minutes? What's this all about? Well, we talked to an admirer of yours. We spoke with Angela, who you went to dinner with recently, and she had a lot of great things to say about you. Oh, no, I've heard about these before. They never go good for the guy. That's not true. <laughs> that isn't true. Second dates happen. This could be the one. Yeah, this could be it. Unless you know something we don't. 
Well, I mean, she's a great girl. I just don't think it's going to work out between us. You sure about that? Because you didn't seem like you were in any hurry to leave that night. Well, I mean, I was just kind of giving it my all the first date and all, but she's just a little too independent. Too independent? I mean, she goes off and does stuff by herself all the time. Hiking, biking, kayaking, dinner, concert, all by herself. I, it's just well, yeah, because she's not with anybody, right? She's probably looking for a partner or somebody to do those things with, no? It, it seems like she's just perfectly happy on her own. Is that a bad thing? Well, yeah, when we talked about it, she really said she really likes her freedom. So that kind of gave me, you know, some uneasy feelings. Meaning what? You don't think she wants to be in a relationship at all, or she just likes doing things on her own without necessarily having a partner there with her? Well, yeah, at any time she could just be, you know, comparing me to not just another guy or something, but also the fact that she doesn't even need me and <laughs> she could be on her own. Well, think about it this way. She's off doing her things. So when she sees you, she's got some cool stories so you guys can discuss and have stuff to talk about. Yeah, and that gives you opportunities to go hang out with your friends. It is the perfect time for you to do all the things that she doesn't like doing. I mean, you know, like the buggy trips that Scott goes on. I'm like, (laughs) babe, you absolutely, you go do your thing. It's just not for me. So you don't have friends that you'd like to go do things with? When you're in a relationship, you just want it to be you and her all the time together, doing stuff, doing everything together? Well, yeah, I mean, definitely at the beginning, you know, yeah, I don't want to, you know, I've just been down this road before, you know, she's just a little too independent. And I'm always going to be second guessing myself when I ask her out and, you know, and then if she goes somewhere else and wants to do something else, I'm going to be offended by it. You you're know, not I, that insecure, well, Steve. I was going to say the I mean, same thing. No offense. I'll take this the wrong way, but I don't believe you're that needy. Are you? No, I mean, I don't I don't think I'm insecure. I just don't want to be with someone who's essentially an island, you know, someone that's going to be able to go off and do things by themselves and, and not, you know, put our relationship first. I want to be with someone who puts our relationship first and wants to be with me. Ah, that's interesting. Wholeheartedly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can, we want to bring Angela into the conversation because we got her on the line. Angela, you still with us? Yeah. What What caused him to walk away with this impression? Like, what do you, did you say that left him with the impression that you don't want to do couples stuff? I'm kind of really perplexed because, I mean, we just we talked about, you know, things that we enjoy doing. And obviously it came up that I'm not in a relationship at the moment. And he did ask me a few times, like, so who are you doing these things with? And I'm like, Oh, I just, you know, I'll go do it alone and just, you know, have fun and spend some me time. And I, I, I'm really confused by this reaction. Cause the thing is like, sure, I'm happy alone, but that's exactly how it should be. Like, I don't need a man to complete me. Like I'm already complete. I'm not like, desperate to get in a relationship because I'm drowning without a man but I would think that that's how you would want a woman to be like I don't like desperately need you because I need a boyfriend like I choose to be in a relationship because I like you and I want to be with you and I want to spend time with you because I'm choosing it not because I'm desperate and just because I go and do things alone doesn't mean that if I don't find somebody that I want to do those things with that that won't then you know clearly be the priority so so would you call yourself a feminist what well 
I was going to mention it's it like, earlier, but it kind of sounded like maybe he wanted his woman to be at home in the kitchen. Yeah, mm. it does feel but like that. I didn't want to be that guy, but I was kind of picking up on a little of that earlier. I don't know. I feel like I'm very similar to her. Like, I want to have my own time and do my own things, and I feel like that's what guys want. Most of them want you to have your own time to do your own thing. Because they want to do their Be- own thing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm totally not that girl to have an issue with, like, if you want to go out and have, like, guys' night. And likewise, if I, I don't know, want to go hiking or something and that's not your thing, I'm not going to be offended. I'm not going to be pressuring you to do something that you don't want to do. It's like, okay, cool. It's not your thing. I'll go take a hike. You go, you know, hang out with the guys, and then we'll go, you know, have dinner and a movie, and it'll be great. But yeah, in answer so to your question, in my experience is that's just going to lead to conflict where it's going to be this constant battle of uh, is this genuine? Is it not? Would she rather be would somewhere you, would else? Would you prefer, would you prefer, here now? would you prefer a clingy girl who like literally won't let you do anything alone and drags you along? Yeah, I guess I would at this stage <laughs> of my life. If you want to call it clingy, I want someone that's going to be on board for the relationship. Full on. That's exactly, that's exactly what I am, but I am because I'm choosing it, not because I'm desperate to be with any guy that'll have me and if by feminist by the way you mean an intelligent capable independent complete woman then yeah i'm a feminist i love her yeah gotta go it's been real bro yep listen man my wife Kristen is angela in the sense that she would love to include you if you want to join would love to have you the more the merrier but if you can't Mm -hmm. make it she doesn't need another person to validate that experience she's doing it yeah You going? Yeah, pretty cool. She's not afraid to go to a restaurant by herself. Well, see, or go to a concert by herself. And that's something yeah. that I think comes that confidence in doing that comes with age, and the fact that she's like doing all of that stuff right now. I never would have when I was dating gone to eat by myself, but she's doing all of that now. Except yeah. weddings, she does drag me to weddings. <laughs> <laughs> she does make you go. I'm sorry that. We do get to drive separately, and I can leave whenever I want. That's right. But there's <laughs> always a negotiation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So right. it doesn't Wanting look like different this. things. Yep. Yes. Yes. Well, Stephen, thank you for taking the call. Thank you. Sorry. Best of luck to you. It's all good. Rather find out now. Angela, appreciate you putting yourself out there. Yeah. Well, thank you for your help. I appreciate it. This is definitely not what I was expecting. No, nor us. <laughs> well, the sad thing, though, is there's a lot of guys that kind of feel the same way. So it kind of feels like damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, I guarantee if I were one of those clingy girlfriends, I wouldn't be hearing back because I was too clingy. It's yeah. like, you know, right. nothing you can do to win. Yeah, no, I mean, there are those guys, too. And Stephen didn't really indicate this, but, like, God forbid you want a night out with your girlfriends. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that he wants to have guys' nights out with his guys yeah. in a relationship. I guarantee he does. No doubt. Well, best of luck to you. Not that you're going to need it. Well, thank you. And I really appreciate your support. It, it was very sweet of you. Always. You're yeah. going to be just fine. We're here. You keep it up, girl. Thank you. All right. Need a little help with the second date update? Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Well, evidently, this is I'm not the only person this has happened to. Okay. A uh, lot of car rental horror stories from people, also mm. people who got double booked while they were on vacation, I guess. Uh, so, you know, anyway, I was explaining, if you're just joining us earlier, I was explaining how we ran into some hiccups with our rental car because they they didn't have any cars. We had reserved a rental car in September, and then we got there, and... They had run out of vehicles. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. evidently, this is a common thing that, that happens in Florida a lot during busy periods. And so just because you rent a car does not necessarily mean you will get a car. And a buddy of mine heard us talking about it, and he sent me he sent me a link. He says, Seinfeld did an episode about this. And it was really funny. He sent me the clip. I'm sorry. We have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. (laughs) If you did, I'd have a car. (laughs) So you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. (laughs) And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them. Let me uh, speak with my supervisor. Uh, here we go. Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> that yeah. is exactly that what happened. Yeah. Except for you, it was just Jerry and Elaine standing there. Except for you, it was chaos. Oh, yeah. No, there, there were like tons of people were not happy. And I get it. Because there's nowhere for them to go. Right. All the car rental companies were dealing with this. Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. So anyway, I can't prove it, but I really do. I think they just take, I think they just take the reservation, and if they have cars, they got cars, and if they don't, like, hey, I mean, we didn't guarantee anything. No money was exchanged. Imagine if if other places handled appointments like that. Oh. Let's say you made a hair appointment and you show up for your hair appointment, and there's a hundred other people there that have an appointment with the same person at the same time that you do. Right. Wouldn't that that business wouldn't last. That business wouldn't stay in business doing business like that. But I reserved a haircut with you. Right. I, and I'll get to you. Just have yeah. a seat. You're number yeah. 93rd in line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Yep. Mm-hmm. We will absolutely make sure you get a haircut. I do admire your patience, though, because I feel more along the lines of Kristen and would have been like, or your your kids that would have been like, I'm out, dude. You figure it out. I'm getting in this Uber over here, and I'm going to be on the beach walking in like two hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. Love you. Bye. Yeah. That's hard to sit in the middle of that. But if you can, if you if you can separate yourself and stay calm, there's a lot to see. You know, if you could sit back and just watch everyone else. Just losing it. Right. That's, some would find that entertaining. Well, and me losing it ain't going to make it any better, too. No, of course not. Yeah. But I I witnessed this guy whose phone was blowing up from his family saying, where the hell are you? Uh Uh Uh-huh. And he's explaining to them that he's waiting on a car. And he's got it on speaker. I love the people who like have to have a converse, a phone conversation with a speaker on. Yeah. But this was actually entertaining to listen to yeah. because they said, you went to the car rental place an hour and a half ago. He's like, I know. I'm still waiting for a car. They don't have any cars. We're wet. I'm I'm like, there's 10 people ahead of me in line. Uh-huh. And whoever the relative was goes, you will do anything to get out of family functions. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I swear they don't have any cars. He's like, talk to this guy. He's right, too. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. That is great. 
All right, coming up, three, uh, what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, 1K letter of the day. That's right, I'm a little out. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Q102. Hey, Tasha, how are you? I'm good. That's good. How are your holidays? Amazing. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Did you have family come to town or did you go see that? Did you travel? What did you do? I did not travel. We just stayed here in Ohio. Well, good. It's, It's wonderful when you can make the best and most memorable holidays right at home. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Sure. What, sure. what was your favorite gift? Oh, give it a receipt. What did you get? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my favorite gift? Um, just being with my family, probably. Yeah. There you go. So you like your family. Right. That's good. Yeah, I like them a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, let's try to win you $1,000. Let's do it. 30 okay. seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. If you can do that without repeating any of your answers, you will win. The only piece of advice we ever give is to pass quickly. Take it or not. Up to you. All right. Okay. Let's see what we got. See what your first. Your letter is oh. the letter G. G, gall darn it. As okay. in, gee, I, I thought I reserved a car. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm going to let it go. I know. You see, he acted all I'm calm gonna, and cool as yeah. it was happening, but he hasn't been able to stop talking uh, about well, it. Well, I'm getting fired up. <laughs> it's, it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> Beware. Delayed yeah. frustration. I don't know what you're doing for spring break, Tasha. I'm just saying. <laughs> Have don't a backup plan. Don't you do that sometimes, though, you, when you're really calm and cool in a situation and everything's fine as it happens, and then, like, later it's like, you know, that was really screwed up. <laughs> right, that was really messed up. All worked up about it. Yeah. Then, then the power of the pen kicks in and you're writing an angry letter. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Dollar said they'd get back to me within 72 hours for the oh, response. Not. not a freaking word. No. How long did it take you to write that? Did you go straight to the beach and sit on the beach and, and give them your feedback? Oh, it, it took me. I had it all in my head. I just based, <laughs> just voice to text, man. All right. Let's do this with the letter G. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. With the letter G, name something you do to prepare for snow. Get warm. Something white. Grand Am. Something you pick. Great. Something you shake. Pass. A toy. Good boy. A sport. A sport. A sport? Um, pass. A cocktail. Green cocktail. A zoo animal. Yeah. Gorilla. Gorilla. Something you shake. Uh, Gonads. Well, of course, that's not a pleasant thing. That was my go to. But (laughs) it's your go to G G word. I just think about body parts that start with G's. A sport. Golf. Yep. There you go. I couldn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golf. 
Yeah. It's early in the year, Tasha. Sure, Tasha. Goji There's time. berries. There's right. time. Goji berries. Hey, this is, chewy. this is my first time trying in like four months, so. Yeah, okay. where did you, were you just on vacation for four months? Did you no, I just am at work oh, early gotcha. today, oh, yeah, so I, I was in the car and I tried. Gotcha. Well, I hope you have a and great day at work. Through. Thank you. And we'll talk to you again next time. All right, thank you. Bye. Now, I get it. I'm still, you know, I feel pretty refreshed and relaxed after having the time off, but there is the re-entry. Yeah, that's a little shocking to the system. Do you sleep, like, I always get my worst night's sleep the night before coming back after a vacation. Yes. I don't know if I'm afraid that I'm going to miss the alarm. I or did that through um, the alarm or Tuesday or Monday into Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like I kept waking up all night long. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, just I don't know why I was afraid I was going to be late for work, but yeah. I just was. Yeah, I had one night where the sleep wasn't great, and I think it's because someone had shut off the air conditioning system. Oh, I wonder who it. would do or that. Warm. Who would do that? Well, probably because we had all the doors and windows open. So why do we need it? Was kind of the thinking. Yeah. But then uh, I, I woke up in the middle of the night. It just felt hot. Like, I never get hot. I'm usually the cold one. Right. So for me to be hot, I figured she had to have been sweltering next to me. So I got up. I looked at the thermostat out in the living area. And, of course, it was off. So I turned it on. And once that air kicked in, I was out. Yeah. Done. Do you regularly hit an afternoon slump at work where you suddenly feel drained or unmotivated? I, for me, it's about one to two in the afternoon is when I have like this crumpy, like, oh my God. Uh. Yeah, for me, it's about 3.30. The average person hits the wall at 3 p.m., so it's pretty close. It's fairly common, and the, the slump lasts about 29 minutes. And the top five things that can cause it, uh, number five, you're underslept. Number four, you need to eat yeah, or lack of energy, general boredom, or the caffeine wore off. But sitting in one place for too long and not taking breaks also made the top ten. And a lot of people said they have to tend more of those moments during the wintertime, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I bring it up because uh, the top things we can do to effectively break out of the slump include going for a walk, uh, grabbing a little something to eat, Something sensible. And if you can get away with it, taking a nap. There you go. Wherever you are. Doesn't matter. No. Even like standing in the middle of chaos waiting for your rental. Did you take a nap there? I dozed off in the (laughs) National Car Rental Place because they have very comfortable seats. I believe. (laughs) Sounds like they need them. And that was the other thing. Like, So I'm I'm trying to give you an idea of like how the office, the National Car Rental Office was set up. Because, Mm -hmm. again, this is off airport property. So I had to go to... You know, like how when you get into a little fender bender and you mm-hmm. go to the Enterprise guy and they got that little office area where you sit down and you wait? I've never had that experience, but I'll believe you that that's how it goes down. Yeah, so you go to the rental car place and they have a waiting area as they're washing your car and they're going to bring it around to you. And mm-hmm. in this case, all those seats were taken. So they were letting people sit at their desks. Oh, really? With, with That had phones and computers uh-huh. and things like that. That was funny. Uh-huh. Like, the overflow was so bad. They were just letting people. That desk is free. Yeah, it goes there. You can sit over there. Oh, and wow. people had their laptops open and were conducting business. And Sure. Might as well get something done. Might as well. Yeah, but I was, uh, 
And then I kind of jolted myself away because you don't want them to call your name and have slept through oh, it. Oh, God, could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, where have you been all these hours? You said you were getting a car. <laughs> I missed my opportunity because I fell asleep. Oh, wow. It's only the third day of the year. It is January 3rd of 2024. So it's not too late to set your New Year's resolution if mm-hmm. you're into that, if you do that. If that's your thing. Right. And if you're looking for help to stay motivated, make sure those goals are specific as opposed to a vague goal like, I want to exercise more. Right. Be specific like, I'm going to take a walk every morning or I'm going to start doing crunches or something, whatever it is, just be specific. You're going to go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 a.m. Right. And make them achievable. Obviously, you want to be realistic. Choose things that are achievable. Otherwise, you get discouraged. Probably give up. Wouldn't hurt to write them down either. Use a planner or vision board to help you stay on track and to visualize your goals. Yeah, Fritchie has something in common with auto is while we were out and about, we hit St. Armand Circle, which is like a little shopping area down in Florida. And and we just we we got some ice cream and donuts and coffee. It was a weird thing. He was craving. He does this place that he likes to go to. And he says, "Hey, can we look around for like a stationer or a bookstore or something around here? <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm looking for a leather uh, binder. He wanted a date planner like you. You know how you yeah. do the handwritten? Yeah, at a glance. Yeah, <laughs> he was looking for one of those. Yeah." I have to have this thing just to visualize who all's going where. It's like our vacation tracker, mm-hmm. you know, what everybody's been up to. Because somebody will ask me, is Jeff off or is anybody off? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me look. And I like to visual. I like to write it down so that I can be like, I think something's on that week. I, mm-hmm. There's something. I'll be yeah. like, I don't know what, what it is. What is our dinner? But I know we haven't just. Dis- we haven't said oh, that to you. Know, we, we, we have a couple of dates. Oh. But okay. We haven't made the well, date Well, now those yet. dates might have filled up if we haven't booked some. Well, anyway, he's the only Gen Zer I know that is looking that for that. like a handwritten Calendar. leather planner. That was my favorite part about when we left the old building. It was like my favorite and least favorite because. I had all those planners for all the years that we worked at the old building that I did nothing with, but it was kind of like a little Jeff and Jen artifact or something because I had what all did, the... What, did, what were we doing in That's 2008? That's what I'm saying. In 2000 and whatever, I would yeah. be like, oh, look, that was blah, blah, blah. But I had it all written down and I saved them. But then I got rid of them when we moved here because I'm like, why am I saving this? Yeah. No Rich reason. got me a, uh, a calendar for Christmas this year. Super cute. It was for oh, your birthday. Yeah. I've been using it here. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Nature. It's a solid. Nice. It's a nature. Nature yep. calendar. Oh, look at that. phallic nature things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't find a bookstore or a stationery store. It's all like women's resort wear places. And oh, <laughs> souvenir yeah. stands and ice cream. There's like got to be 100 ice cream places in St. Armand. There wasn't a Barnes & Noble. You didn't need a bathing suit cover all. No. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of those um, Lily Pulio Pulitzer, Pulitzer stores. Oh, my God. There's so much of that oh, down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they sure do. They're everywhere. Good. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. It's time to take a break. Uh, weather-wise, so we're going to get some weather this morning. We're going to try to fill you in because there's a lot of ifs yes. related to the weather this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, if we're able to nail Frank down 
and get an inside scoop as to what's this coming. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Johnson from Harrison, everybody. What's going on, Amber? Hi, good morning. Haven't seen you since Baru. You're right. It's been since Baru since I've seen you and Jen. Oh, well, it's good to talk to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, what we're looking forward to in 2024 is doing more of those. Yeah, that was a fun time. You've lived quite an interesting life. You got married fairly young at the age of 19. Oh, a babe. After dating your man for six weeks. Oh, my gosh. And how did that turn out for you? (laughs) Well, we've been, we're coming up on 14 years of marriage and we've got two kids. And, you know, we're... (laughs) They're still doing great. You're doing all right. 14 years. That's amazing. I had a friend who did that, who met a guy who was like home on leave in the army. And they had like this whirlwind romance for a couple of weeks. And then he shipped out again. And, you know, they talked as much as they could. And then the next time he came home, they got married. That's cool. But we we were. We were only like 19. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And you've never been on an airplane before. (laughs) Correct. Never been on an airplane. How'd you man- how have you managed that? I don't know. And actually, we just got back from Disney World on the 1st, and we drove. Oh, now, wow. you drive just because that's the preferred mode of transportation for convenience and for stopping or whatnot. I mean, you're yeah. not actively avoiding airplanes, are you? Right. I would be willing to get on an airplane. I just have never had the opportunity. <laughs> right. At least you had a car while you were down at Disney World. Correct. We have a friend, too, that has a private, like, four-seater airplane, and they are convinced that they're getting me on it this year. (gasps) That sounds fun. That does sound fun. That's a really good time. And what do they do? Do they just fly for fun? Is it like a hobby, or is that something? Yeah, it's like a hobby. Oh, my gosh, how cool. That's an expensive hobby. But how neat if you could just go to Chicago, get some pizza, and come back home? That might be a fun little trip. So where are you traveling next? Not sure at the moment since we just got home, although the whole way home, we're all talking about our next trip to Disney again. Oh. This was the first trip for all four of us to Disney oh, World. And Disney Good for you guys. Yeah, that'll be great. Is it hard to get away? I, you, I know your husband and you, you have a door and window installation business, so that's got to keep you pretty busy. We do. Thankfully, our clients are, are very um, flexible. and Tell Josh I said hey, and I still need to call him about that. Sure will. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of your door and window installation business? It's AP Improvements. All right. And I think he did he did a door for Chris's aunt. Cool. Nice. Well, thanks for being our best friend, Amber. That's awesome. Thanks for calling, guys. Hope you had a great holiday. Thank you. You too. And looking forward to more in twenty four. <laughs> oh God. He's gonna say that all year. Get more in twenty four. Oh yeah. Rock more in twenty four. Oh God. <laughs> Uh Amber, have a great week, and we'll talk sooner than later, I'm sure. Thanks for being our best friend. All righty. Thank you, guys. Bye, Amber. Amber. Bye. Bye. And if you want to be our best friend, if you want to join the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club in 2024, get online at WKRQ.com. we got, like, a little online application to fill out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Actually, tell us a lot about yourself. There are yeah. a lot of questions on there. It is pretty involved. It's a, yes. bit, of, a bit of a time commitment. you got to work for that jersey, man. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Like I but I love it because I love hearing people's stories. Right. So. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.